morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 278 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. What is our sin? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the treasure hunter himself, Arsene Indiana Lakpa. Hey guys, it's me, Arsene Indiana Lakpa. You guys can call me RC for short. Yeah, uh, I'm hunting for treasure. And I know you guys probably thinking, oh boy, this guy's about to bring up, you know, credit card and credit card information. That's not the treasure I'm hunting. What I want, I want the love that's in you guys' hearts. So if you guys could please just show your outward support, show some love to us in the Discord, and I'll capture that. I'll I'll hunt that treasure down, and I'm going to collect it all. Pokemon, you feel me? (laughs) Thanks, guys. RC out. Wow. How wholesome, how wholesome that you're not hunting for the credit card digits. Maybe that'll be in the next installment. Maybe. Who knows? Or maybe you're a changed man. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. We'll get into it, though. We'll get into it. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, We are a day late with the episode uh, because the Xbox Developer Direct was on the way. So I was like, hey, you know what, why don't we just postpone it so we can you know, talk about the latest information. And I kind of want to do this episode as a hybrid Xbox developer direct thoughts and opinions, but also um, a kind of forward looking outlook on uh, this year as 2024. We just wrapped the year up with our game of the year awards for 2023. I think it's time. Okay, let's figure out how we're feeling about 2024 as it stands. How do we think each of the big three are going to perform X, Y, and Z? Uh, And what better place to start than Xbox? Now, I had the the document ready, and I even Mm -hmm. said that this was episode 278. I was looking at the wrong document. I'm not going to lie. Oh, no. Episode 279. So... (laughs) If you are were confused or you're like, what are you, what is he talking about? It's episode 279. As a matter though, uh, everything else I said still applies. So we're going to talk about the Xbox Direct. All right. Start with the overview. Then we'll go through some of the, some of the games that were shown. Uh, and then we'll skip over to Nintendo and PlayStation for a moment to talk about how we think they will look for 2024. Give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts on the developer direct. I know you watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about the format? And let's start there. What do you think about the show itself? Maybe not the individual games, but how do you think the presentation went? How do you think the grading of this would go overall? Like mm-hmm. considering everything you saw, how are you feeling? I, you know, I think I like this uh, format. Um, you know, it kind of gave the developers, you know, an opportunity to really like, you know, kind of show a, show a nice little showcase not necessarily a full behind the scenes on their game but it did give like a nice opportunity for them to showcase like okay these are kind of like some of the things that went into making this game that is coming up um obviously you know it included we got i think every game that was shown had gameplay footage which you know we're always we love gameplay footage here at the the uh, player player podcast obviously cinematics are cool and all but we're going to be playing the game. So we love to see that. So I think that that was uh, a, a huge plus on, on that front for all the developers and for the Xbox, um, the showcase as a whole. Um, 
I guess. I don't really have too many complaints other than, you know, I wish that we did get, I want to see, I want to see, I just want to see more. That's just because I'm a little greedy little boy. I want to see more. I know they have other uh, studios and other games that we are aware of that, um, you know, I think Xbox still kind of has under their belt that they could have shown as well. Um, Because at the end of the day, even though we did get the surprise, quote unquote surprise from Square showing up, I kind of wanted to see all the, you know, Xbox excuse me all the xbox boys you know show up and have like their moment to shine um who are we missing like uh was that coalition uh the people behind uh perfect dark you know rare you know all those people i would have liked to have seen you know something from them as well but hey i guess if they don't have anything ready so be it that's just the way it has to be so um overall like strong b in my opinion you know i wish i, I would have liked to have seen some I wish that all the games spoke to me more and all the games were, you know, more hype. And I wish there was the surprise. It was uh, a little bit more surprising or uh, really spoke to me more. So I'll give it a strong B. I think it was uh, well-crafted. Nice. Nice. Um, I really liked this showcase. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big fan of this. Uh, I think it fits into the Xbox strategy perfectly. And it seems like based off of last year and based off of this year, uh, the thought process is like, hey, we're going to tell you like, maybe 90% of what the plan is this year. So like we know Hellblade is going to be a game that's coming out in the first half of the year. Uh, obviously, about Indiana Jones are in the fall. And I guess our history, I'm told as well, is kind of in that second half of the year. Uh, and I like that you kind of get your answers up front. It's like, okay, uh, I think we'll talk about later in this episode what's playstation's year look like what's nintendo's year look like we don't really know i like in january only halfway through the month we now have okay we know what we can look for throughout the year uh, for xbox and who knows coming around in the summer and june uh when they do their showcase uh maybe we'll get one more additional title kind of like we saw more about starfield at the end of the year uh maybe we'll get one more additional title and um you know, have an extra little surprise to close out the year. That'd be pretty, pretty nice. So, um, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, I, I agree that I wish that more of the game spoke to me, like our history untold. I don't really care about, uh, avowed. I'm like, uh, I'm like, we'll see. I, it looked okay, but it didn't look amazing. Didn't look perfect. Um, didn't look perfect. Um, so, We'll see about that, but we'll get into all the games, I guess, now. Let's talk so, about them. Let's go back and dive into each individual game. I guess we can go ahead and start with Avowed. What are your thoughts? Uh, I know you said a lot of these games don't speak to you. I'm assuming Avowed is in that camp. Uh, how are you feeling? Well, Avowed speaks to me, and I want to like it so, so bad. Cause, you know, I'm a fan of Obsidian. I like what they've done in the past. But something about the trailer itself, I, w- I felt like it wasn't didn't have like a full polish on it. The, like it for some reason felt even like less polished than Outer Worlds, which came out almost what four years ago now. Um, and it just, I think it's one of those things I'm gonna have to get my hands on to fully, you know, know whether or not I'll, I'll like it or not. I and then I was kind of you know on the fence about this whole system that they were you know mentioning about whoa. You guys can set. You guys can do what you want. You can set your loadout. You can throw spells, 
and do melee and shoot a gun. Like you can set your load out. And I'm like, is it like, is there something like special? Like, are they making me do like special commands to activate this? Or like, am I just pressing Y to like switch between, uh, you know, gun and one? Like, what is so special about? Like, why are they hyping it up like this? It made me feel like I was going crazy trying to figure this out. So that's another thing we're gonna have to see once we get there. Um, I don't know if uh, I was watching it initially on my laptop, and so I was seeing the um, like the the dialogue that they were having between you know various characters, and I'm just looking at I mean, the dialogue. I thought was fine, but I was just looking at the character models, and I'm like. Is my screen? Am I on like a lower resolution? Like these guys are like their faces are just looking a little blurry. Like I feel like I saw more. Like I said in Outer World, I felt like I was seeing more detail then four years ago. What's going on? Why is my guy's face just so blurry looking? So that's where another thing where I'm just looking at this, the quality of this game. Like with you know not only the character model, yeah, like pretty much all the character models, uh, you know, enemy character models, uh, NPCs and whatnot, all just seemed like a little bit on the lower resolution side, which I'm typically not a stickler for. But, you know, I feel like Obsidian and Xbox is like a first, like as a major first party RPG that's supposed to be, that it should be held to like a slightly higher standard. Um, so that's where I have cause for concern. Other than that, I think going in like a little magical world and, you know, just being, you know, magical should be fun. Uh, I know our, uh, Obsidian, like uh, like they have a pretty good track record in terms of, you know, having pretty solid quest lines and just like, you know, having pretty solid, like, I guess, like stories that they'd like to tell. So I, I think I have hope in that regard. So well, we, it's one of those we will see. And I am kind of on the fence about it right now. But the fact that it's on Game Pass, I mean, you know, can't be that. So, yeah, I think I'm pretty much in the exact same place as you. Um, I feel like, yeah, something is just a little bit off on the visual fidelity. Um, I actually really, really liked the locations, the environments. Whenever Mm -hmm. they were panicked through the environments, I was like, wow, this looks really cool. Uh, Not only from my concept art perspective or like a a visual style perspective, but I thought that the, the quality on the environments looked really good. But like the effects that were on the enemies and stuff and like when your magic would hit an enemy it just didn't like didn't hit effects around it it just didn't have any weight to it so i was like okay this is kind of off and like the quest they chose to show about like the badges and they were like oh yeah if you trust them you can give them the badges if you don't trust them you can fight them and i'm like all right so what like what does that do for me i don't really understand i don't understand like the pros and cons of taking either route so i feel like i'm just kind of like ah we'll see uh obsidian does have a pretty good track record and i do think uh it'll be like a wait and see for the quest um i think despite the fidelity or whatever if the quests are interesting similar to how they were with outer worlds um I think the game definitely has a chance. Uh, I think a big problem with Starfield is that on top of all the archaic mechanics, there wasn't that like wow factor of like, Hey, I'm just going to go explore this world and, you know, find something fun. It's like, okay, I'm slogging through all these mechanics. And I also have my experience broken up through like the loading screens or whatever. Um, they did describe like, yeah, you could be walking to the desert and then out there you'll see like a little oasis and you run up mm. on that and you'll see this. And I'm like, okay, okay. That's the stuff I kind of like to hear. So I think 
it'll be a much different first hour, first couple hours uh, in Avowed than in Starfield, where Starfield, you never really got that chance to go explore and just kind of make your own adventure and see if you really fit in this world. I think Avowed, hopefully, will give you that opportunity to play around with combat. And, uh, I don't think Obsidian has ever been like the combat guys. Um, even in Outer Worlds, I think it was just like you just had your little pistol or laser gun and you know they just slump over. It's just Fallout, yeah. It's nothing yeah, it's just crazy. classic little slump over die animation. So I I do think the story is going to have to do some heavy lifting, and if they can take me to some cool locations, some cool dungeons X Y and Z, then I'm like okay, I'll buy it. But I'm not sold yet. I've been burned before by you know <laughs> Redfall and other things where you're like assuming that there's going to be some other magic in there because the team is you know accredited. No, we're taking your accreditation, all right? Until you show Yee. us something else. Uh, so about, I was like, okay, interesting. I don't think it was a bad look, but I also yeah, no. was like, not wild. So I was like, okay, starting out okay. Um, Hellblade 2, let me tell you guys, I'm hyped for Hellblade 2. Um, oh, you're hyped, more, I, I feel like before I'm you were hype. I'm hyped. I don't know what I said before, but like, I'm <laughs> I'm now I'm starting to sit into it and just kind of understand what they're presenting, uh, which is more Hellblade one. I think basically they're saying, Hey, like we, we stuck to our, our framework from Hellblade one and we're just upping everything. We're up in the quality. We're up in the story beats. We're up in like the, the narrative cinematic aspect. Uh, so I'm very excited for this experience that they're building in Hellblade two, especially I think the news broke that it'll be like a similar length to the first Hellblade, which I need, I know is like some people like somebody just some people dislike. They thought it was going to be a bigger game. I love smaller games. Like give me a, eight to ten hour game give me a miles morales size game uh that will stick with me i don't care dude i'm tired of these 100 hours you gotta put in you know just to feel like you've completed and enjoy the thing i'm done with that so um i think you know the new screenshots or cinematics that we saw still look incredible like you know i don't know if you've seen the uh, netflix series love death and robots uh but there are a couple yeah. shorts. There are a couple shorts where they go for a realistic animation style, and this reminds me a lot of that. Where it's like damn near photorealistic. Some of these cutscenes they have. Super hyped about that. Uh, super hyped about the music, the bi bioral uh, sound design mm. that they're gonna add. So I, I'm just, I think this is gonna be a really fun and memorable experience. I really like the first Hellblade. I still think about it from time to time. I think Hellblade Two is definitely gonna deliver. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I've been on the Hellblade train since it was announced. I ain't even want to watch this, uh, you know, part, portion of the show. I was cooking. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I was in the kitchen physically cooking my dinner. Oh, okay. I said, oh, let me <laughs> let me go ahead and, uh, you know, I'll peek in here and there and see what they're saying. But I was like, you're preaching to the choir, buddy. I'm pro, I've am i been pro Hellblade Sinua Saga since the day I saw that trailer when they told me that this was gameplay and this was not a, a cutscene. <laughs> I was like, Keely. yo, Jeffrey, you got me, brother. You got me. I'm in. I've been, I've been in since the beginning. There's nothing more they can do to really sell me. I, I think it's cool that they, you know, I saw that brief clip of them. Uh, we're talking about like the whole psychosis thing, how that's still, you know, uh, back in effect for this uh, for this game, they went back to the the researchers and stuff. I'm like, oh shit, we're going back mm-hmm. to the researchers. We, you know, we're we're making sure we're we're up to date on our uh, 
latest studies in psychosis. They're going to people who have the, they said they're going to people who have psychosis as well. I was like, wait a minute. That's <laughs> is that problematic? Like what are we doing? Are we taking these people's experiences and we're putting them in the game? Like no, what are they, they thinking you know, they're making people aware, you know, it's it's aware. I mean, that's true. That's true. But it does just seem kind of weird if someone like imagine Xbox came to you and said, "Hey, bro, tell me what you tell me what's wrong with you. Like, what, tell me what's going on. Like, how's it? How how does that work?" Um, but yeah, no, I thought so, that was uh, pretty cool as well. The effort that they're putting into this game. Going off of that, I do appreciate that they said in this one she has like come become more comfortable with her like psychosis and the voices in her head and stuff like that, and she now kind of uses them as a tool rather than kind of being like it was very combative in the first Mm -hmm. game where you were trying to like tune them out or trying not to be misdirected or whatever it was um i like that she's now using this as like a superpower and that will also influence uh the people that she comes into contact with throughout the game i love that um and i'm excited where that can take the story going forward so That'll be pretty cool. Imagine you're like in a in like a, like a cutscene or something. They're like your voices are telling you like, "Hey, bro, watch out! Watch out for this guy! Hey, watch out!" And you're yeah. like, Hey, whoa! I can't That's trust this cool. guy. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be sick. Uh, so I'm excited to see. I mean, I think this game is going to be a banger. Like you said, mm-hmm. I, I didn't need to see more. I'm glad we got a date. Uh, March, I believe. May, May 21st. May, May. So. Um, so it's kind of, kind of, you know, a couple months away, but yeah. the first half of the year, which I am happy for. I'm like, I'm happy that we can have this experience, and then we can go into the E3 time, and then get ready for Indiana Jones and whatever else is coming out at the end of the year. So I'm, I'm ready for that. Um, do you want to talk about Ara History Untold or Visions of Mana? Because I I don't really got. Nothing. I'm I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, man. I'm not gonna. I I, t- I tuned out on Ara and Vision. Just when I saw those names pop up, I was like, "Come said, on, turn son. this shit off." I was like, "Come on, son. Let me see. Let me see Silk Song. Go and show me Indiana Jones. Like that's you know. I'm ready to see something else. So no, I didn't. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm I'm sure the I know the devs. They put in that work. Y'all are making quality games for sure. They just don't speak to us. So that's right. That's right. Um. Going back to Hellblade, I forgot. There's one more thing I've been seeing on uh, online. You know, people say, you know, we got to see the combat. We got to see the combat. You know, and people are like uh, on Hellblade. People were talking about, yeah, like the combat. I thought this was supposed to be like Xbox's answer to God of War. And you know what? I really, I really got to adjust y'all. I really got to adjust y'all. What is wrong with y'all? What would make y'all think that? What would make y'all think that? You know what? They 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 see a a European woman who they assume is Norse like mythology. They're assuming that oh Thor and uh, Odin and them gonna show up. It's gotta be God of War. That's what that. That's what they're thinking, bro. I know, like anybody that believes this, I feel like must not have played the first game. They didn't. How do you think we're gonna go from the first game to doing combos and like she don't even got no weapons like that? She barely, she barely got combat. <laughs> <experience>. <laughs> she barely. I, I think if anything, like the combat might feel close to The Last of Us uh, Part Two, where you're literally like Ellie was, you know. 
she was savage on a lot of points, but at some points, she, you know, she was like scraping by, stabbing yeah. people, like really getting down and dirty. I think it might feel a little bit like that from how they portrayed it. But at the end of the day, this ain't a combat game, y'all. If y'all trying, if y'all like holding out for the combat, holding out to see uh, Sinua pull out some blaze of chaos and chop some droggers up, I got <laughs> Throw somebody up in the air. <laughs> can we? Can we stop this, man? Like I. I promise you, if May twenty first comes around, some motherfuckers start putting up clips of Hellblade versus clips of God of War, I might lose it. I might. I might have to shut everything down. Not <laughs> only this podcast, but every other video game podcast, I will shut them all down. Uh, so let's let's go ahead and cut the cap. Stop saying nonsense. Stop saying un- uneducated things on the internet. Cut it out. Going on. Oh wait, yeah, you got comments on that? I got one. Uh... Another comment related to Senua, um, just sure. as the, the game as a whole. Um, I'm sure you probably saw the fact that this was also getting a digital only release. Yeah. Um, which you know brings the price point down to fifty bucks. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool for the non game pass folks out there. But then mm-hmm. I started seeing the discourse. People are the physical media boys are up in arms, and I'm I'm like. You know, they kind of have a point where, you know, you want that physical media. You want to be able to own what you have. But I'm like, do I need that for you? Do you need, I, I guess they just don't know. You know, I feel like you don't really need that for an experience like this. Um, it's definitely one of those like, you know, it's just in my mind, it's one of those one and done. Like you would never if you have that physical media, you're not going to put Sinua back in and like, you know, a year later and keep playing. It's an eight hour experience. You want to get it done. And you're going to be done with it. Like, I don't know. I, I understand the want for physical media, but I just don't think that uh, this is the time to be getting up in arms about it. I mean, I get it. You know, I get yeah. it. Y'all, I mean, I feel I compare physical media people to, you know, uh, doomsday preppers where they're like, I got to have <laughs> shit I can trust. Like, you never know when the government's going to take away our right to play digital games. I get it. <laughs> Shit's shutting down all the time. I get it. They, they might but be right. All I'm saying is, I just cannot, I can't, I don't have the energy to get upset about everything. I just don't. I cannot get upset about playing a physical <laughs> game when I damn well know I have not touched a physical game cartridge other than the the switch cartridge other than that i have not touched a physical disc in years yeah All right um probably since we started this podcast oh yeah definitely since we started this podcast and i'll tell you what y'all lost me on physical media when y'all started stop putting the detailed game manuals in once mm. we lost the game manuals like the fight was over that's you killed the general and now the whole the whole army's <laughs> you know confidence is it's a disarray bro it's a disarray yeah, you, took the, you took the manuals away and now i'm like it's whatever let me just download the shit especially now that i got a gig i know i'm privileged i know it i know some people talk about they live in nebraska they live on a submarine or whatever <laughs> they can't download help like, that's just not my problem all right i'm sorry i i respect your your fight but i will not fight that fight with you and i might be on the other lines fighting against you if i need to Dang. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. You on, you on big sorry. big PlayStation side, huh? You on big Xbox side. I mean like y'all physical video game people, y'all got y'all got music discs? I mean like I like collect, we're starting to collect vinyls. That's cool. Like we got some vinyls in the household, but that's more of a collector's piece. That's not it's just it's like a collector's piece. It's not like essential. 
I'm like, I, I need my vinyls because music, like, some things we just gotta, we gotta move on to the next generation, I think. Let's see, I know people want to own their games, but let's just move on. Let's it is what it on, is. Guys. All right. All right, let me let me hear your thoughts on Indiana Jones. This was the big one that people were most interested in. We had seen uh, every other title uh, at this um, developer direct previously, except Indiana Jones. What were your takeaways from the game? How you feeling about it? Um, yeah, I'm I'm hyped for for Indy. You know, I don't necessarily care too much about. Indiana Jones franchise my experience with Indy is pretty much the first movie you know was that Raiders of the Lost Ark um the fourth movie Crystal Skull which people don't like and then the Lego Indiana Jones game which I thought was bomb back in the day so you know see I just see you know I'm, I'm cool with Indiana Jones you know it's nothing like it's not like I'm, I'm a hater or I'm like a super fan or anything but when I see Indiana Jones media I'm like oh, okay cool he, he's doing his damn thing and then you slap the machine games sauce in the mix you put that in the mixing bowl you got a you got a banger on your hand i think they took a a nice you know well-respected ip put their sauce in it and they put a they put together uh quite a good product i would say i think it'll be it'll turn out to be a really good product um literally in my opinion i think i only had one nitpick and that was the um switch to third person for traversal uh, I'm curious as to see, you know, I, I, this was another trailer. Well, I, I was a little busy, so I didn't get, I don't know if I saw every single moment of the trailer. Um, but I am curious to see how it exactly will play out in the game. It, to me, it sounds like, okay, if I'm like, you know, running somewhere and then there's like a part of the cutscene, or I'm like, you know, going to start uh, swinging from, you know, with my whip or something, then I'm going to get switched over to third person and then I'll come back to first person. That kind of, which I'm, I'm not sure if that's true or not. But if that is the case, that seems a little iffy to me because I'm like, okay, well, it might be a little bit jarring to play through, but, you know, I'd probably get over it, you know, very quickly, you know, just something that you would just have to deal with. Um, but yeah, overall, combat seemed pretty straight. You know, I know Machine Games knows how to, you know, make like a shooter. They, you know, they did a Wolfenstein game, so they know what they're doing. Um, yeah, I mean, and the story looked kind of compelling as well. I love those little, when you looking at Indiana Jones, he is the OG Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake wouldn't be here without Indiana Jones. Lara Croft would not be here without Indiana Jones, in my opinion. This is the granddaddy coming in and saying, hey, watch out, look, watch out, little bro. Let me mm. let me show y'all a little thing or two. So I'm, I'm okay. excited to see. I wish, uh, the only thing about it uh, as well is that I wish we got like a, a you know, hard date on this. I know it said fall, was it fall 2024? Yep, yep. Uh, Which is fine. But, you know, every time I see a fall 2024, if I just see, oh, it's coming out in 2024. That don't mean nothing to me no more. I mean, I guess even a real date that technically shouldn't mean anything because it could get delayed. But it could all get moved. But it just feels a bit more concrete when I see that you know that May twenty first, that you know July third, something like that. So fair enough. Fair enough. Great game. Looks like it'll be a great game. Cool. Uh, I am also very excited for this. I don't. I have even less experience with than you with Indiana Jones. I only think I've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, That's all you need. So. And, you know, I don't really have any affinity for the Indiana Jones brand. So I was like, okay, I'm kind of going in here for my machine games love. And I feel like they did not disappoint with this presentation. They started off with the villain monologue uh, that 
you know, switches to the view of like the very Harrison Ford looking uh, Indiana Jones mm-hmm. model. And I was like, dude, I am sold. I am sold. I love machine games, like had some of the best villain moments in Wolfenstein and Wolfenstein, uh, the new order or Wolfenstein Colossus and Wolfenstein, the new order. Um, and I think that's a part of why those games are so charming because you can meet Hitler because you meet these other random Nazis uh, and just have these crazy showdowns with them. Totally love that. And it seems like this villain in the Indiana Jones franchise is going to be another one that they can add to their bag. Voice acting and everything from him looked awesome. Uh, I thought the Indiana jo- Jones voice as a guy who doesn't know, listen to a lot of Indiana Jones dialogue. Thought it sounded pretty good from uh, Troy Baker. Thought he sounded decent there from old Joel. Um, and the gameplay looked fun to me. Like I like the idea of having the whip to kind of switch things up, tripping people, um, mm-hmm. using it to to swing around for uh, to to comment on your third person or first person. It seemed like most of your actions will be in first person, swinging around, all that stuff. I think the only time I actually saw it jump back out to uh third person was either in cutscenes or uh like he was like crawling up a a pipe or something like scaling up a pipe on the side of a building and then it turned third person they showed him swinging mm. in a first person perspective so i don't think it's going to be that much okay. back and forth uh but we'll see we'll see um one of my favorite little moments of the gameplay was him just piecing up motherfuckers like yeah. on, on whatever, wherever he, location he was, whatever little jungle or little outpost he was at, bop, 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 pushing people back. I'm like, let's go. To the baby. beat of the song, too, is crazy. So, oh, good. so, man, I'm like, if they got the feeling right and knowing machine games, I feel like they might have it right. Just getting somebody, pulling them up with the whip, giving them a big old combo, pushing them out the way. They had the Wilhelm scream where he was yeah. like, ah. I'm like, it seems like they're nailing all of this. And I think the other big plus to me that kind of tells me that they know that they were doing what they were doing when they were talking about the puzzles. Uh, I love the way they talked about these where I hate playing these like uh, either God of War games or or, or Lost of, uh, Last of Us games where it's like they have one puzzle mechanic. It's like, all right, we'll use this puzzle mechanic for the rest of the game just to add some like, you know, variety to the to the gameplay. But that's like it's not really fun. It doesn't real it doesn't really feel unique. And you're at a moment where you're like, okay, I'm just gonna go find these symbols around the the place. All right, I hit all the symbols with my axe. I get the chest. Great. Uh, but it kind of gets it just becomes a gameplay mechanic. I like that in Indiana Jones, they were like, yeah, we got all these different puzzles for you. You really got to look around the environment to solve them. Some puzzles will be blended into the environment. They'll be optional. So I love that it kind of feels. Um, Tunic-esque is not the right word, but like coming across something new every time and feeling like, okay, cool. This is a new challenge. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, what do I have to move and what do I have to do to to solve these things instead of it being a, all right, Indiana Jones has to move this block here and this block there. And that's basically what he does the whole game. I'm glad they're looking to put some variety in it. They mentioned traps as well, which I'm very Mm. interested to see how they incorporate traps into the gameplay. Um, I'm hyped. It sounds like they were saying all the right things. The gameplay I thought looked great. Um, and especially, I don't know if you saw the clip where he's on the plane, shoot, 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 
jumped off that the plane to the other plane. I'm like, you guys got all the moments. It's so yeah. So I, you know, I think Machine Games has another W. They're coming off a, a pretty big L with uh, Wolfenstein Twin Sisters or whatever the fuck that game was Young called. Blood. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't develop that one though. I thought they handed it <laughs> off to they, or at least somebody helped. They, well, they might ahead. not be. Let's go ahead and keep me honest here. Let's go ahead okay. and keep me honest. Their Machine name Games, is on there. Arcane Machine Game and, and Arcane. Whoa. And Panic Arcane. Button. Arcane, Arcane, what are we doing? Oh, come on. All right. So. <laughs> too many, too many hands in the, in the pot. That's too, what it was. Too, too many, many hands. cooks in the kitchen here. Too many cooks in the kitchen. All I know is this game is, I mean, it seems like it's already starting out at an eight. Are we going to get to a nine? Because, I mean, I feel like there's potential. There's very few games that I saw this throughout developer showcase where I'm like, about we're in that seven to eight range. It might mm-hmm. be an eight, at, you know, it might get an eight at best. Hellblade, I think, depending on how people receive it, I think it's probably close to a nine. Indiana Jones, I'm like, I don't know. It looks like it looks like the the sky's the limit for them if they can really nail it. So, um, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Also, one. One thing that I, you know, kind of forgot about is like I think that machine games and Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, really do just go hand in hand because I think they both have the same tone to their, you know, like forms of media. Indiana Jones has that action adventure with your lighthearted, like you know, comedy because it feels like a just like a true adventure through and through mm-hmm. with like you know lots of little funny moments here and there. And I think both the Wolfenstein games kind of had that exact same thing. You had uh, tons of like comedic moments throughout the games while while also still like being an action packed adventure uh, while telling that you know very you know actiony uh story so i think it's the perfect it's the perfect pairing they 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 have the recipe for success let's just hope that they can uh finish the finish the job yep we'll see we'll see coming out fall 2024 um kind of looking at xbox as a whole uh like i said this is a great statement early in the year to define and tell everybody hey this is what we're working on this year this is what you can expect everything else we tell you i think will be icing on the cake and they they got a lot of cake this year because you know they got activision blizzard so we got a call of duty releasing that they have to manage now um Mm, who knows what other activision titles are going to come out who knows what game pass deals are going to be cut uh so i think this might be the first year that xbox you know Xbox got got uh demoted to the kids table for a while, you know. <laughs> they're they're the one who was like, Hey, I'm I'm eighteen, why am I still sitting at this table? <laughs> and we're like, Yeah, you might have released Starfield, you might have released Hi Fi Rush, but You also yeah, released Redfall. Yeah, we got big boy talk over here. I don't know if you can you know, I don't know if you can hear all the stuff we talking about over here. Mm, Xbox might be folks. running the adult yeah, Xbox might be running the grown folks table this year. Um, I think this is like one of the best showings in a long time from them, uh, at least from a full portfolio perspective for the year. Um and I feel like with the avowed is like a question mark, but I don't think it will be as bad as Redfall. I don't think it will be so trash that people are like, yo, what are y'all even doing? Uh, <laughs> at worst, it'll be just mid, I think. So mm-hmm. I think they got a pretty good year coming up. What do you think? I'm 100% on board for Xbox. I think that they can, you know, 
as long as they deliver these games. I think that's the the caveat here. Um, because he's 2024, a little saying fall 2024. In my mind, it means that that could get bumped out to 2025 very easily. I feel like they are kind of on the chopping block. But I guess, you know, we will see as we move closer to the middle of the year um, whether or not, you know, these games are actually coming out this year. So that'll that'll be exciting to see. Um, my, yeah. I do have one concern, though, is that, you know, we're you know, midway through January. We're going to have to wait. And, well, I guess. We're not really waiting that long, but for Xbox to really start making their moves, they're not making these moves until May twenty first. That's four months from four months from almost four months from today. Uh that we're gonna have to wait. A whole third of the year that Xbox is gonna be on quote they might be on sleep mode. They might be on sleep mode. But you know, what I'll say is I I actually like this. I think this is a positive, all right? Because I think I think Hey man, let yourself breathe. Stake your stake your flag in unclaimed land. All right, we got uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon coming out in just a week. We got Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Rebirth in a week uh, a week after that or something like that. Um, oh, we end, got, I think that's end of February. End of February, and we got Persona Three Reload, which is coming to Game Pass. Uh, mm-hmm. What early February, something like that. Or next week, I don't even know. Something sometimes. All I'm saying is, we got a (laughs) lot of big RPGs that are gonna either take a lot of attention in terms of like you know people talking about them, and take a lot of time. Like each one of these games are probably what a hundred hour games or so. Um, so I'm like, hey, like people still playing Baldur's Gate, like me. Take your time. Like I do wish Hellblade was a little sooner than May. Uh, like April would have been nice, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey. I think what's more important is like at the end of the year, what have you guys done with your catalog? Because I guess we could just jump right into it. PlayStation, we got Final Fantasy Rebirth coming out, and then it's we're on mute. I mean, we got Hell Divers coming out, which I mean that's that's it looks okay. Yeah, it looks okay. And what is it? Concord allegedly was supposed to come out this year. I don't even remember what that is. Is it one of their live the, services? It's a live service. They had a shit with a little hamburger jiggling on it. That's yes, with the hamburger physics. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that is. So how can I be hyped for it, man? And I know there's not a lot to talk about here. And I guess there's really no point of speculating. But for PlayStation, do you think they got an ace up the sleeve? Or do you think this is this is a year where they're going to have to kind of just take a back seat? Do you think they have a fall title cooking? A Ghost of Tsushima 2 or something in the back pocket? Or do you think they would have mentioned it by now? Mm, I feel like they would have had to have mentioned it. I don't think they're going to try to do, you know, some hi-fi rush hijinks and pull something, you know, like super close to release date or shadow dropping anything that big. Uh, I'm looking at like some of the things that they might have, you know, Hell Divers, that Rise of the Ronin is supposed to come out, um, a Stellar Blade allegedly. You know, it's like maybe maybe they're in like a you know semi similar situation to Xbox where they kind of got like you know a couple little heaters like here and there that you're gonna like sprinkle throughout the year, but I don't really know. Final Fantasy might really just be their one true saving grace for this year. Not not much first party stuff either. Not yeah. much first party stuff. Uh, so I'm very curious. I think that even if they don't have anything, I mean, 
if they don't have anything this year, if all they have is a bunch of second party stuff, I think there will be a bunch of uh, questions that people have as we start to end the year. But I do think they have an opportunity to set up next year. Uh, I I think 2025 will, I think we'll be getting Wolverine according mm-hmm. to the weeks. Um, and, you know, they have opportunities to redeem themselves on their state of plays and, or showcases and say, hey, we showed you all that live service stuff. But check out this. Check out this game called The Most of Us or something, some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> check out Infamous Four or whatever. Was there a three? Technically, there have been four games already. Check out Infamous Five. Yeah. Third Infamous son. Five. Third son. Third daughter. <laughs> Infamous <laughs> third daughter. Okay. So. Yeah, I think question, PlayStation is a big question mark right now. Uh, I'm, I'm hyped for a Rebirth, but I'm very curious what their first party plans look like. They were all in on live service. Are they going to pull back on that this year? Or are they going to kind of continue to show off gameplay for these things that we haven't seen gameplay for these live service games? I don't know. I'm curious. I hope they pull back, man. You can't. I just. Man, I just can't believe they're going all in on this live service stuff. Like, how many live services do they expect me to play, bro? Like, I can't play. That's I can't play more. Maybe there's one that I'm like into, but I'm not. Gonna, if I'm into one, I'm not going to be able to spend time playing two other ones. That means I you only got one. Like, what? I don't know. I think they're just trying to get one hit. They're trying to one say, hit. "Let's if get, we can get everybody on one. We'll be good. We'll be my, uh, monetarily solid." Then you can cancel the other ones nice and quietly, put a little knockout city, a little rumble verse, break people's hearts. Yeah. You know. Still allow them to you know host local servers, but we're turning that shit off. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Moving on, kind of to close us out. Are we getting a switch two this year? Yes. Let's go. I think I think it's coming, will... man. Okay. Follow up question. If you think we're getting a switch two, realistically, what do you think? Will most likely be the launch lineup. The launch lineup. Mm, the only thing I can think of really is just Mario. I can't like. Mm, it's kind of tough to say, but I, I could see maybe like Mario and then like a Pokemon offshoot, mm. like a like a Pokemon spinoff. I mean, uh, I think this uh, what is it, Scarlet Violet is still kind of in the the light too much to where they don't want to pull away. I mean, you know, it's kind of dwindling, but it's still oh, there. They got, it's still in the, stuff, they got right? the DLC that's, you know, kind of keeping people's attention. So I could see them launching with maybe like a new Mario, a new, like, well, hopefully a new Pokemon Legends would be pretty, would be awesome. Um, but then I'm like, who else is up on like Prime, Metroid Prime 4 finally? No, I don't even think that, no way. That, maybe they restarted Donkey that Kong? game too many times. Maybe a Donkey Kong. Could uh could come as well. Um, Mario Kart, that, like Mario Kart, I think it's too fresh. They just stopped DLC in December. I mean, <laughs> one of the best selling software on the on the platform. You ain't gonna make another. You gonna make another one, and then people like you expect people to play uh an unfit like a a weaker pro. There's no way a new Mario Kart, at least right now, will be stronger <laughs> than a Mario Kart so, game that has eighty four ninety six tracks in it. So how do you even get over that? How do you ever like overcome that? 
I don't know, man. That's that's where I'm. I'm that's where I'm stuck mentally because I'm like, I'm thinking in terms of like, I'm thinking Smash and Mario Kart, two games that have released like these versions that have seen, that seem so grandiose. They seem so like magnificent. I'm like, how do you get bigger? I feel like they so, they, they maxed out. I feel like you got to just release a Mario Kart Deluxe Remix and Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. No, you can't. Release they already the did that, bro. They already did that. Once. I mean, like, what else can you do? They got to get money out of your pocket somehow. You think they're just going to leave that? I mean, unless they unless they come out with, like, a new Mario Party instead, I feel like there has to be a, there has to be at least one game that requires cooperation, that requires, yes. like, everybody to buy a copy, everybody to, you know, have their own Switch 2 to play. There has to be one of those games, right? Yeah, I could, you know, I can. But what game? What game? I'm trying to think what kind of cooperative game. Or are they going to try to just, you know, roll something new? But you know what? That's what they're oh. going to roll something new, bro. They they always do. Whether or not it's oh, a, right. a good you're game. Right. They brought, they gave us arms day one, pretty much. What about Wii U? Wii they U? They something new for that? They had that Nintendo Land, which kind of was like, you know, the showcase. That was like the tech demo, kind of like the Astrobot Playroom, basically. Yeah. Um, was Splatoon was Splatoon a launch? I don't think Splatoon was a launch title though. I don't know. It's been so long since I remember. Okay. So you say they're gonna the roll Wii something day. new? Okay, they okay. might roll us something new. I think that would be a real like a Mario, a Pokemon, and something new would like instantly, like you know, set them up for a launch year. Okay, I agree with you. Except I do feel like. They're either going to get a Mario Kart or a Mario Party in that lineup. Maybe not, you know, nah, day one. I feel like they're going to. I don't I feel like Mario Kart is just such a money printer. Maybe they'll be like, guess what, guys? We got good news and bad news. Bad news is we're stop selling Mario Kart. We're taking all DLC offline for the original Switch. Good news is we got Mario Part 9, baby. Eight track. Yeah, so, let's go. And we're adding everybody's favorite character, Mr. Game & Watch, as a driver. Whoa! <laughs> He's in 2D. His car's in 2D. How can you see him drive? Only $70. <laughs> Only $70. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Boy, God. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Wait, or maybe when it's like an everybody... It? <gasps> maybe it's like an everybody's here type thing where they're like, all right, Mario Kart 8, yeah, that's all clean and dandy, but we're adding Double Dash in there as well. And we're adding X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z. All I feel like the that's mechanics. How you, I feel like that's how you do it. You got to make, make it dynamic. You have to bring Double Well, I mean, the only, mechan- the only mechanic they can bring back is Double Dash. And then having, like, another mechanic. And then adding a new mechanic. So having, like, like all right, zero gravity shit. from Mario Kart 8, Double Dash. Wait, what did you say? F one, like F1. You, know, you just do a bunch of laps and then they <laughs> they tune your shit up or something. Oh no, nah. a hardcore like a racing <laughs> sim. Give us a racing sim Mario Kart. That would be insane. <laughs> Hell no, get that shit out of here. <laughs> yeah, my I arcade mean, game. I I mean, regardless of what we actually see, I, I do think we're getting a Switch too, and I do think that the Switch, when all is said and done, about to be one of the most historic runs of all time gaming consoles oh, yeah. like these motherfuckers are sold so many switches i mean they have the they have the formula they have the fucking formula they they've released all these switches they poured it all i think actually that might be where they run into some trouble where 
half of the Switch's success is because they were like, hey, we know y'all didn't play this shit on the Wii U. Even <laughs> We know y'all didn't play this shit on the 3DS even. We're going to port this stuff over and y'all going to buy it again. Um, or buy it for the first time even. I think mm-hmm. that kind of kept the Switch alive in some of his down years where they didn't really have a ton of new stuff to port over. You can't do that with the Switch too. There's nothing left to port over. We can do Ooh. some remakes. We can do some remakes, kind of like Link's Awakening. We had the the HD remake for that, for the the new art style and everything. What else is there yeah. to port over? Where's our Twilight Princess? Our uh, or Scott? What? No, they have Cyber Sword. Where's the uh, Wind Waker? Wind Waker. That's true. I know. My boy's been looking for that. Gen- we don't have a whole generation of ports, though. Okay, that might be true. I feel like you could I find mean, actually. Some stuff. No, they can find it. We still don't got the the Super Mario Galaxy two port. Uh, Galaxy two, Metroid Prime two through th- two and three aren't on there. We right. only did the first I game remastered. I take it. There's back, enough. Yeah, it, they they should. I don't think they should do it, but there's enough. There's enough there. They always got to keep the emergency eject button just in case they need to pad some content. And I'll I'll buy that shoe too. I'm waiting for the Mario <laughs> Galaxy remake uh, to be to Mario be two. Back. Yeah, I played, well, you played the first one on uh the remake, like the in the 3D All Stars pack, yeah. right? Yeah, I played the first one. I played Sunshine. Didn't play 64. I played enough 64. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think Nintendo. Whatever the future holds for Nintendo this year, nobody knows. We know that we're getting Peach Showtime. Where the fuck Thousand Year Door? Princess Peach. I mean, they already got a kind of a fire lineup, and we're just eating scraps. We're eating scraps off the floor, and we're already got <laughs> thousand year door and shit that people are looking forward to. Nintendo's about to have an S tier year. I think there's no question about it. Who knows what that looks like, but they're about to kill it. Give us a real sports game this time, or like a real uh, Switch sports. Don't, don't. I'm, I'm giving up, bro. Them and their sports titles. I feel like they've been dropping the bag recently. Yeah. That shit was so mid. They got rid of boxing. I don't think. I think they got rid of tennis. They switched it with badminton. Yeah, come on now. What are we doing? Oh, man. What are we doing? Uh, any other comments on 2024? What's your big title that you're looking for? Is there any hope that you that anything slips into this year that you don't really know what the future holds for it? Um. I had one that just slipped my mind, but the real hope that I have is just Silk Song at this point. I feel like a delusional, like, I don't know, like a crack addict or something. Somebody that's just fiending for a game to come out. Like, you know, you know it's bad when my wife, who doesn't, she's not really, you know, in our world. She's not in the video game world. Even she's like, bro, where's the game? What that's y'all doing, crazy. man? Where, where's Silk Song at? Like, that, that's how you know it's gotten bad. So, Team Cherry, if you can hear my <laughs> prayers. If you can just give me give me a crumb, just let me know that hey, just say you're still working on it. Say maybe it'll come out this year, and I'll be I'll be quiet for the rest of the year. That's all I need to hear is that maybe it'll come out this year. But that's my hope, man. I can't. I, I'm, okay. I'm a defeated man, but I'm a, I'm a hold on to hope. Okay, okay. Uh, for me, Silk Song, obviously a big one. <laughs> uh, I think what would be a nice cherry on top is. Give me Shadow of the Earth Tree by the end of the year. Give me Shadow of the Earth Tree. Let's go back to the land of, uh, what's it called? The lands in between. The land between. The lands between? The lands Lands between. Take me me back to the lands. 
I'm ready to get. I'm ready for some punishment. I've, you know, <laughs> I've had a lot of happy-go-lucky games. I'm ready for some punishment. I'm ready to fight fight Millennia 2.0 or whoever they cooked up for me. Ooh. I'm ready. Your character will be. We got level 100 characters, and it's gonna be like, yeah, sorry, you actually need a level 200 character to even yep. begin a DLC. You're too weak. You're not strong enough. Something tells me my moonlight katana or whatever the fuck ain't gonna work like it used to. But let's see. You probably nerfed it, bro. We can't do nah. We're cooked. Probably. We're probably. So I think this is gonna be a good year. I'm excited that there's not content on content on content like last year because I couldn't even play half of the shit that came out last year. I'm um, still behind. Me too. So this is gonna be a good cut catch up year as well. Uh but first. So we got like three different hundred hour RPGs to dive into. And you guys Sheesh. still gotta play Baldur's Gate. So good luck. <laughs> uh good luck to everybody at home. Uh before we end, Jardo, you gotta stay off. Stay off the weed, my brother. All right. Stay Whoa. off the weed. He's just out there talking about nobody. All these games look trash. First of all, get your get Hellblade out your mouth. Get Indiana Jones machine That's games out your mouth. I mean can you can you just show some decorum in our Discord, sir? <laughs> can you just show this decorum? I hate all of y'all clowns. All right, in our Discord, talking about <laughs> these games don't look good, but then fucking Apex Legends releases a fucking Tiny Tim skin. Everybody going crazy talking about wow, fucking no, Tiny Tim, fucking Fire Emblem Engage Mark Three Remix releases some fucking cooking DLC. You're like wow, game of the year. Damn, you guys guys stay off the weed, all right? Stay off the weed. Put some respect on these games' name, or we'll we'll start shutting down channels like we did the Alan Wake Two Discord. Whoa, that's still that's crazy. Now we're slamming now. Oh, you deleted deleted it? It was a part of a bit. Okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway, all those messages (laughs) lost the time. All the messages lost the time, time. man. Y'all won't know what we were talking about in there. Y'all won't play Alan Wake. Y'all sleep. Y'all aren't champions of light. No sleep, sleep. So we're gonna wake people up in our Discord. So if you want to be awoken, if you want to press L plus L three plus R three to accept the truth, go ahead and join playerplayerpod.com slash Discord. Come join in. Come slander. As long as you don't put Hellblade in your mouth, as long as you don't put machine games in your mouth, you can say whatever you want. As long as it's not, you know, racism. <laughs> no racism, racism no racism, no homophobia, none of that stuff. We don't mess with that. You're out of there immediately. No warning. Everything else, though, everything else you can say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, come and, come and join the Discord. Have a good time. We got a, a lot of good games to play. Uh, and with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap this boy up. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed, as always, please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. Where it's five stars on iTunes or Spotify or whatever. Tell your friends about us. And uh, that's that's basically it. That's basically it. Stay tuned tomorrow for the cool down. We talk about whether or not a chimpanzee can feed a wire through our yeah. wall. <laughs> I mean, I feel like based on how I said that, you could probably tell where I stand on the argument. You um, know where I stand. But go listen to that episode. Big shout out to Aaron Miller, as always, for the intro music. Follow him at the Miller Channel on Instagram. Find me on Twitter as the Hoop Man, where the E is a three. Follow my co host, Arsene, here as Pax Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch, or Arsene Lakpa on Instagram. Um, all this information is in the description. Read the descriptions. 
We write a little funny stuff in there sometimes. And with that, every time. Goodbye. Peace.